0: Thanks for tuning in to this episode of Your Voice First Podcast. If you'd like to learn more, find us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, and every other social platform, at VoiceFirstai. AI. Welcome back to Your Voice First Podcast. Today, we're joined at the Columbus Alexa meetup with evangelist Jeff Blankenberg, as well as one of the regular attendees of Columbus Alexa Meetup. Uh,
1: My name's Martin Basso, I'm a UX designer.
0: So we've got a UX designer, an evangelist of Amazon, and a guy who brought out his phone, all (laughs) sitting around talking about. Jeff, we were just talking with you about how you just got back from India. Mm -hmm. What were you doing there?
2: Uh, Traveling a lot, so it's 30 hours each way uh, by plane feels like boats should take 30 hours, but it took, uh, it took 30 hours by plane. And once I was there, uh, I was there to support and speak at um, the first ever uh, Alexa Community Day, which was a conference put on by developers that are passionate about Alexa. And they reached out to us and we got sponsors and we got a bunch of other things going uh, and obviously a few speakers like myself. Uh, and we showed up and put on a full day conference uh, at this very cool venue in uh, Bangalore, India. And uh, while I was there, uh, we the the meetup that is in Delhi, New Delhi, India, um, also was like, oh, we have people here in the country. Let's take advantage of that. And so I actually flew up to Delhi and did a
0: meetup with uh, with the folks up there as well. And we had forty or so people join us. Martin, you've just you've been coming since you said you were at the very first Alexa meetup, and you've been coming kind of periodically just to make sure that it's running smoothly, make sure that we're not running the gears off. What have you thought of the progression of the Columbus Alexa meetup?
1: Um, this is the first meeting I've been to in at least six months. Um, I, I would say that most of the meetings that I've been to have, the attendance has been between 20 and 30. The presentations have been really good. Um, it, it, it's a good balance between social time and you know one person giving a lecture on a particular mm. topic. Um, I've seen a couple demos where actually people have you know drilled down into the code a little bit and, and talked through a couple problems kind of as a for example so uh, ov- overall it's been good um, I, I would like to see more of a community um, I think that that's one thing that a lot of the time they're just a very small handful of really hardcore people that interact and obviously know each other and a lot of the audience just, shows up, listens, probably learns something, but there's not a lot of real cross-communication, which I think the, the networking aspect of this, that's one thing that brings me as a UX designer. You know, I'm not a developer who's, who's sitting around building skills all day, but at the same time, this is something that I feel is really important to my field, and I know I need to know what's going on with it, and I might hobby around with it
0: community is major, and I feel like it has been personal opinion is that the voice community is very fragmented and decentralized. Mm-hmm. I'm glad you brought that up, because one of your goals, right, is to build this community.
2: Exactly. They
0: wanted to centralize you in Seattle, and you said, my whole goal is to come out to stuff like this. Right. So coming back from India, and then being a part of this, as well as the larger community, what it, what do you think of the difference between the community day, the first ever community day in In India compared to something like this Columbus Alexa meetup in terms of building communities.
2: Well so one of the things that I find myself saying to audiences a lot is that they always ask me like how can I how can I meet this person or how can I talk to this person on the product team where do I get ideas how do I find all of this stuff Uh, how do I make a great skill right that's a very common question Um, and my answer is always you're sitting in a room with 40 other people that are really passionate about this stuff too you're asking the wrong person. Like I'm here to help and educate and connect all of you and I'm glad that you all came here to see me talk or whatever. Um, But the fact that you have 40 other people here that are passionate about this stuff, those are the people you should be leaning on. And Mm -hmm. the fact that these people show up every month and they come and they talk and they share and they have some pizza and they talk about what they're thinking about and what they're working on. um, I I think that's the whole value in all of this, right? Which is why I think this community day thing is so cool is because it takes the meetup kind of a, a step higher. Mm-hmm. Right, so it's not just a monthly meeting that people come to when they have time after work, but this is like a full day thing where like, people that maybe just had a passing interest and weren't coming to meetups, they're like, well, for one day I could go learn a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, that's awesome. I'll pay 50 bucks to go to mm-hmm. that, right? Interesting. Um, so I'm really passionate about the idea of being able to build out some more of these community days where it's run by the community, and you guys get to talk about the subjects you're interested in, and people that are working at some of the cool companies here around Columbus like Safe Light Auto Glass and Nationwide and Chase that are doing things with voice, let's have them come talk about their experiences and what they're doing, Uh, and maybe even talk about like, and we have openings on our team, right? We're looking for people that are really excited about voice. There's lots and lots of cool things you can do.
0: Martin, you say typically when you've come here, you've seen somewhere between 20 and 40 people?
2: I'd say forty
1: maximum. Forty I, I, max. I'd say again. I've been to maybe four or five of these over, over a few years, and I, I would say the least I've ever seen has been like maybe fifteen or so. Um,
0: and, and Jeff, how many people did do you, did you see at the India India's first ever the, community day?
2: The community day sold out three hundred and twenty tickets. Okay. And I think the room held one hundred and seventy. Mm-hmm. Um, but then they had a, se- a second room for like overflow so I would guess there was probably 260 there that seems about right
0: okay so that's like a 13x the number that we typically see here yeah I would love to see our community across all of Ohio or even just Columbus get centralized like that because there are a lot of people mm-hmm. there are. what what do you recommend for the people in Columbus Ohio that are listening to this that want to start to build the community day for Columbus the first ever community day in Ohio around mm-hmm. Amazon Alexa what would you recommend they start to do to start building something like this?
2: Well, I think for the folks that are coming to this meetup regularly, like, they've already started, right? They've, they've started building a community, they have their relationships. The next step is to start talking about like, dates and venues and, and what kind of content do we wanna do? And do we wanna, like there's a, I know there's an Alexa group that meets uh, on uh, Case Western Reserve's campus in Cleveland. Mm. Um, and I know there's some people talking about starting a meetup in, in Cincinnati. So to start connecting mm. those dots and say, look, Let, let's pull everybody together into one centralized thing, or let's start one in Columbus and then let's help you do the one in Cleveland, let's help you do the one in Cincinnati, because there's a lot of people and a lot of great companies mm-hmm. in those cities that would also benefit from this.
0: I like that idea, because it's so so daunting to try to create an entire event, but you're saying, don't think of it as starting from the ground level, find the communities that already have the attention and have already built those, find the existing communities and bring this to them and say, let's build this together. Right. And I feel, I feel like that's right. Like, we got to approach them and be like, look, we think this is going to be beneficial. We have people like Jeff Blankenberg who's here to try to build that community supporting it. Do you want to be a part of this Cleveland Alexa meetup, Cincinnati right. Alexa meetup, and then bringing them together? Now, with, with a community day like this, this might be too biased of a question to ask you, Jeff, but do you think it's better to have this as a focus on a single platform like an Amazon Alexa? Or do you think a community day like this is better to have as like voice and then to kind of pull in the existing communities of Google and Bixby and...
2: Sure, I, th- I think that um, you get torn a, a number of different ways. If you, if you call it an Alexa day, it makes it very easy for companies that are exclusive to Alexa mm-hmm. or certainly Amazon to be like, yeah, we'd love to support you and do all this stuff. Mm-hmm. It becomes a harder conversation when you're like, we're going to do a voice day and we're going to have Google and we're going to have Amazon and we're going to have Bixby and we're going to have all of these pieces together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, don't, I don't think it's impossible and in fact, um, I was just at a great event called Project Voice down in Chattanooga. That's an event that pulls all of them together, right? And all of the entities were represented there, but that's on a much bigger scale than what we would think of for mm-hmm. a Community Day. So I think the, the key is to build something that's appealing to developers and designers. Um, to be able to be able to think about how do I solve problems with voice? What are the things that I should be considering? I mean, a lot of the people that come to this meetup here in Columbus, they are not developers, um, right? So Shannon is a great example of, of somebody that comes designer. every month. She's a designer. She's a she's a voice designer. Um, and so if she th- sits and thinks about these problems, she doesn't want a whole day of code. She wants a whole day of how do I solve problems with voice? And some of those will be code. Some of those will be UX. Uh, some of those will be business problems, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Stuart is a great example of somebody trying to build a business mm-hmm. on top of Voice. So I think if you can bring all those aspects together, people can pick and choose the things that make most sense for
0: them. And we had last year, it wasn't even Project Voice. It was strictly Alexa. It was right. like even on this national stage, they've had to start with one. Right. And then once they had enough of an attention, now unify. And mm-hmm. I like that path of let's, we already have these seedlings in place of the different Alexa communities. Let's bring those together simplify it, streamline one, and then once we've broadened our community to the entire right. state, then maybe we can consider bringing in other things if the community says that's what we want.
2: Totally. And you, you have gravity at that point, right? Now it's like, oh wait, they've got this cool event going on with voice? We want to be a part of that. I know we're the Google, you know, the, the Google Voice user group here in Columbus, but we should be working with them too. We're all solving the same problems. Um, I, I think it's awesome, and I, I'm all for it, because if you have the Google folks there and the Bixby folks there, like, you'll never hear me say, don't bring them, because they're all solving the same problems, they're all thinking about voice the same way, and at the end of the day, we're, we all are trying to accomplish the same thing, right, which is building cool experiences with voice, so, I mean,
0: if you can do it on Google, you can do it on Alexa, you can do it on Bixby, you can do it, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't matter that much. So Martin, you being a member of the community and talking about how important that community is for you and not being a developer, so it's like you have a whole lot of unique things about you. Mm -hmm. What do you want to see when these kind of communities start to emerge on the whole state level, when we start to have our first Alexa Developer Day or we start to have our first, let's call it the Alexa Developer Day, Alexa Community Day? Community Day. What, what would the name be for, for that?
2: Well, that's what the, the one in India was. It was Alexa Community Day. So Columbus And then they community just put, Day. you know, Columbus at the end. So the
0: Alexa Community Day. Columbus or Bangalore or Seattle or whatever. What would you like to see coming out of that?
1: Um, that's a tough one. I'm, I'm looking at cross channels, and earlier you mentioned the seedling communities. I think how I might approach this is wondering um, if there's a seedling community, if, if you just have two or three people that are, have gotten together. I'm assuming that a lot of the people who are doing this are either um, doing it on their own and came into it through their job and they're not going to reach out further. Or um, there are a lot of people like me that just say, hey, here's a new piece of technology. I'm going to go learn it. I'm going to start messing around with it and and building things with it. Um, And I think that before you get to the seedling, you kind of have that fragmented community that's either studied it in an academic sense in school or or else kind of the outliers who just picked it up on their own to start trying to mess with it. And I'm wondering if the question should be um, kind of beginning to categorize, um, instead of going to the developers and saying, how do you solve this problem, say, what are the problems that you're trying to solve? Mm-hmm. And look at the architecture of, of you know, mm-hmm. are are people trying to sell stuff? Are they trying to be entertained? Mm-hmm. Are they trying to pass along news? And kind of form little nodes of people who are working on really similar projects to each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that would be the first step. And then drawing the cross lines between people who don't understand each other. That's where I think the community aspect gets really strong is where you have nodes of people who have a, a very close interests together, reaching out to other nodes of people. We were talking about South by Southwest earlier, right. and I think a great thing there is you, you have filmmakers and you have interactive developers and you have comedians and you have, you know, it started as a music, there are all these very different things. But the fact that they all get together in the same place, it's that cross-communication that makes the event so powerful is is people, you get a lot of experts who are kind of narrowly focused on what they're trying to do. But then you bring two two or three of them together and cross-feed with each other. I, I think the community is how do you create the situation where people who have a level of expertise on one thing How can they feed off of each other and and inspire each other?
2: And and even within voice, I think there's a good opportunity for that, right? If I'm building a business application for voice, Mm -hmm. uh, but I sit and watch some people talking about how they build games, you'll instantly be able to pluck out these little lessons about like, well, you know what, for our business app, we could gamify some of this. We could add some achievements. We could add this and that, and it drives usage. It drives more participation. It drives Mm -hmm. a bunch of other things that are our business goals. I hadn't considered treating it like a game, but by seeing how someone else does it, it really affects how you might approach the problem too. It's cool.
0: So for both of you, um, Martin, your UX designer, for people that want to continue to get connected with you, being a part of this community, or people that want to follow along with you, what's the best way for people to start getting connected with you and your story?
1: Um, boy, me and my story. Uh, I'd, I'd say uh, look me up on LinkedIn. I've uh, as a UX practitioner, I've done UX research. I, you know, I've done a lot of uh, interaction design, in information architecture. I've kind of worn a lot of hats as a consultant. I've worked all over the country, in a lot of jobs, or six months here, nine months there. You know, at the longest was two years. You know, and and right now I've had a fairly long career. And, um, as the web's been around and I'm I'm just kind of sitting in Columbus right now
0: so you can um, look him up on LinkedIn Martin M A R T I M last name Basso B-O-S-O. find him on LinkedIn get connected start collaborating with the voice community same question to you Jeff Yeah I'm uh, I'm Jeff Blankenberg on pretty much everything so
2: Twitter LinkedIn you name it uh you'll find me um, and uh, I would say honestly the best way to get a hold of me is my DMs are open on Twitter hit me up there that's that's the best place to find me. Amazon's email inbox is just a waterfall of information and it'll get lost very quickly
0: there. For you being an evangelist of Alexa, yeah. uh, a lot of people listen to this podcast in their morning commutes when they're driving to work. Sure. They're about to stop and go into the rest of their day. Some last words before they get started with their day. Do you have anything to kind of send the listeners away? They, they're just finishing up listening to this final words from evangelist Jeff Blankenberg. Sure. A lot
2: of people think, uh, or ask me the question, well, how do I know what to build for voice? And the one thing I'll tell you as you walk into work today is think about the application you're working on today. Think about the common things that people use that take more than three clicks to get to. If anywhere in your software you have a thing that people do all the time but it takes more than three clicks to get to it, those are the optimal things you should be thinking about for building for voice. Because they want to do it fast but it takes them a long time to do, to pull out their phone or to get their laptop open or whatever, Um, but if they have a device sitting around and they can just say do this thing, you're gonna save them a ton of time
0: and add a ton of utility to their lives. Martin, Jeff?